0: Love Talk Radio. I stroll through the pictures, what I've left behind. I'm locked I'm up locked in memories They all intertwine The memories within In my mind I know tomorrow Cause that zone will come just
1: well, good evening, everyone, and welcome to the NASA Stop Child Abuse Now Blog Talk Radio Show. We're so excited that you're here with us this evening. And we have a special guest, um, actually we have two special guests, and one of them is an old-time an old volunteer and um, generous donator to NASCA, and so I'll introduce them a little bit in a minute. But um, we have Annie on with us this evening as well as co-host, and we are on scan number 3067 this evening. And we would love to have you call in and be a part of our show, too, and be um, a guest on the panel. And if you have any questions throughout the next 90 minutes of the show, we would love to have you join us. And the guest call-in number is 646-595-2118. You can also listen to this show at any time um, on NASCA.org, and that's N-A-A-S-C-A. Dot org, And we are on scan number 3067 this evening. And um, here, my name is Kim. Sometimes I forget to introduce myself, but my name is Kim, and I'm excited to be here with you this evening. And here at NASCA, we have a single purpose, and that is to address issues that are related to childhood abuse and trauma, including sexual assault, violence or physical abuse emotional traumas, and neglect, and we do so with two goals. One, by educating the public, especially as it's related to helping society get over its taboo of discussing childhood sexual abuse, CSA, facts showing child abuse to be a pandemic worldwide problem that affects everyone, and two, by offering hope and healing through numerous paths, providing many services to adult survivors of child abuse and information for anyone interested in the many issues involving prevention, intervention, and recovery. And again, you can get that information on NASCA.org. And this evening we have with us Reverend Hank McGrath, and I know he's been on several times. He is from New York. He is also a child abuse survivor He's an author and a master volunteer and donator, as I said. He's um, just very generous to make a, a, a donation, and we're excited for him to tell us more about that later. Um, but he has a friend coming on this evening, and his name is Jason, and he is with um, the Boy Scouts of America. So I'm interested to hear more about that. And I am not going to really go into Reverend Hanks McGrath's bio that they have here because I know that he wants to, you know, also bring on this other person. And so I'm going to, like I told him, I'm just going to kind of hand it over to him, and he can, you know, go with it. He can introduce himself because I know he's old hat at all of this. So um, hey, Hanks are you, McGrath, are you there?
2: Oh uh, yes I am You're Kim on. and I thank you very much thank you um
1: oh, yeah. uh, thanks
2: for leaving thanks. Th- thanks for leaving me with the dirty work
1: um, <laughs> Sure, any time If I can let other people talk I mean I'm happy to <laughs>
2: yes um yes um let me tell you Nasca is a, a powerhouse of uh supporters and and uh, uh people that you know, have, have suffered themselves with great insight and resources, and it's just an honor uh, to be on tonight. And, of course, I figured since I was going to be on, I'd have uh, somebody who's worked with me uh, who uh, is part of the um, uh, suit against the National Boy Scouts of America, uh, which is in settlement right now. Uh, he's a victim. He's also the videographer for VOP uh, Freedom Media and a member of the New York Region Adult Survivors of Child Abuse. So uh, hopefully uh, Jason K. has called in.
1: Well, maybe he got disconnected or something. But um, Okay. But how many times have you been on and told your story?
2: A uh, Two hundred. No, I'm only kidding. I'm only, I'm only kidding. I, I don't, uh, yeah, I, I only talk about certain aspects of the story because I actually work in the field and uh, my first book um, is, is one of four in a four-book series. Uh, so I don't want to reveal stories, you know. Um, but they help to yeah. fight child abuse and child
1: sex slavery, you know? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and what's the name? It's called, of that? What's, you know, that it, it's,
2: called "It's Called Slave in Modern America," um, and and uh, folks can see it on uh, uh, Amazon. Uh, "Slave in Modern America: From the Eyes of the Child" uh, is the title, and um, and also at the Nazca site where I I post the uh, uh, the book. Um, so has Jason called in yet? Yes. It
1: yes. looks like he is. Oh. up. <laughs> Hi, Jason. Are is. you there?
3: I'm... Yes, I'm here.
1: Hi, Jason. Welcome Jason. to the National Show. Sure. Now-
3: Thank you.
2: So, Jason K., I I already yes. did your intro. And uh, I love you, brother. You've done an awful lot of work. And and I know in the last several years, you've been recovering from a, a, a brain injury. But uh, uh, we previously talked. If you'd like to share um, your story, I know it's in settlement, but there's no gag order whatsoever in uh, no. your suit. And the suit, uh, it's a class action suit with others, other victims against the National Boy Scouts of America. Um, are you would you like to tell some of your story?
3: Yeah, um it all it all started I joined the Boy Scouts and the scout leader invited me over to his house one night, to stay the same night. And I was molested that night and then at camp it continued there. I was sexually molested at camp by the scout leader continuously. So I'm a survivor of sexual abuse and it with the scout leader I with your with Hank's help I uh leader in and it was like the law enforcement blew me off, like whatever. And then Hank got involved and investigated and got on the law enforcement and law enforcement put the scout leader in jail. So this is many years ago, right? Yes, yeah. I mean um, when I was about
2: fourteen,
3: right? And it
2: was years later that I showed up in the scene. Is that correct? Yeah, now, as part of the healing process, um, it, it's good to sometimes talk about how you were able to be victimized now. You were sent to the Boy Scouts by a parent, and was it a trusted situation like this was something that was going to be good for you?
3: Yes. It was my parent that said, oh, it's fine. You're safe. I trust him. And when I told them what was going on, they did not believe me. Right, so you were victimized again. Yes. Were there a number of
2: other victims when the police finally investigated?
3: Yes, they, when they uh, did a search warrant on his house, they found at least 10, if not more, victims because he took photos of Everyone, victimized.
2: Oh, did you feel Jason and as Simon If anything feels uncomfortable, just just let me know, okay? But yes. I, I have to ask: Did you feel that there was something wrong with you? I mean, why did you cooperate with this person? Were you intimidated? What essentially happened I, there?
3: What happened was I. I was young. I was like, okay, I can trust him. And then I was sexually molested that first time. And from that time on, I didn't trust anybody. Right. So that, that affected, uh, did that affect
2: your relationship with with? family and friends and and people?
3: Yes. It was... I didn't trust anybody. I didn't trust my parents. I didn't trust law enforcement. Nobody. Right. Right. Now, since you've gotten help,
2: therapy, years of support in this, um one of the things that we did is uh, I got you training as a videographer, correct? Yes. And it was we traveled around. For me. Right. And we traveled around and had a TV show on the East Coast uh, uh, called uh, Voices of the People, right?
3: And what kind and, of work did we do? Yeah investigative uh abuses we investigated abuse uh everything corruption yeah
2: corruption and right oh,
3: yeah. and we yeah.
2: this yes this was therapeutic for you
3: yes Very therapeutic. I was the cameraman.
2: (laughs) And so uh, you've seen a lot of other cases since then. We're talking
3: about years ago, right? Seen a lot of cases that involve corruption, uh, sexual abuse. Right.
2: right um so if if somebody's listening to your your story right right um what advice would you give them you know in getting past that rock where they don't want to share their story um what would
3: you tell them it took me going to therapy and your help and Learning to trust people and to just talk about it because it helps. Right. Talk now about what Kim, happens.
2: Right now, I know Kim and Annie may may both have separate questions, so I'm going to give the floor to to uh, Kim right now. Kim.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you. Thanks for. <laughs> that and for bringing Jason on thank you Jason for being so brave and standing up and I, I know that for some people it, it's easy to talk about and for some others it's hard you know and um, it just shows how strong you are that you're just able to gosh go around and have a TV show with Hank and um, that's amazing so it sounds like you've done some amazing things um, yeah, it was so therapeutic. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like it. So how long have you two known each other now?
3: Uh, since I was about 16 and I'm 51 now.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah Many years,
3: years ago.
0: So loyal, huh? <laughs> hey. Hey. Who is
1: that? yeah Yeah, maybe just put your your phone on mute Um, and um, yeah there you go (laughs) doing dishes too no um, it sounds like what what other things have you guys done have you done a lot of other things besides just the TV show or
2: oh radio shows uh, yeah other kinds of things like that
0: yes
1: all kinds of things huh Mm -hmm since you've been working yes. together for so long. That's great. Yeah, I well, we am, actually...
2: Um, yeah, go ahead. We actually got an award from the President of the United States uh, for our... Uh, ...for our programs you. and stuff, yeah. So,
1: yeah. When was that?
2: Oh, uh, what, 19
1: or 2000, uh,
3: 2009,
1: 2010, something like that. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's great. Well, as far as I need to look you up. I'm sure I've probably seen your, at least I think I've seen Hank's name go, you know, go across and maybe not knowing mm-hmm. who you were, so... It's really great to be able to get some more information about you, and and that you're sharing, you know, that Jason is sharing as well. That's, I just feel very honored. Thank you for being here and doing doing that. Um, You're welcome. Yeah, both of you. So, um, Jason, do you live in? Do you live in New York as well then, or what part of the state, the country did you live in? Uh,
3: Connected in New York.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. So you're out in that, that area. Oh, okay. Awesome. And how did you have other siblings, Jason, when you were growing up?
3: I have
1: two sisters. So no brothers that went there as well.
3: No. I'm I'm the only son.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Um yeah, I have two daughters and a son. And um I was because of you know, I'm also a survivor and I was very you know, tight grips on my kids when they were growing up. <laughs> I just knew what they were yeah. doing at all times. And my son is my youngest. And by the time he, you know, got up into to elementary school, I did really want him to go to Boy's Trust but I didn't want him to go to Boy Scouts alone. And, um, and so my husband would always, you know, be kind of like the, the co-leader, but he didn't last very long. And, um, and I know that I know, I've, I've heard a lot of stuff. So I just, not, but not only in Boy Scouts, but, I mean, there's, there's things happen in Girl Scouts as well. And it is really sad oh, when, you know, parents want to enrich their kids. That's kind of what we think about when we're putting our a lot of times when we put our kids in that, that, um, that they would ever be violated in that way. And I'm so sorry that happened to you, That's just um, Kim,
2: if I could say something here. Um, There's a a back story to this. Uh, Jason Mm -hmm. was adopted uh, by a reverend. Oh. And the reverend had no, no other children. And it's the reverend that actually sent him to the Boy Scouts. And, of course, the reverend later on in life was uh, indicted and about to be convicted when he passed away for, uh, well, Jason, you can
3: say what you want yeah. about it. Uh, I, uh, it was very... I was very molested by him, too. And the Boy Scout guy was his friend. Yeah.
2: And, and the the minister actually sold... Jason, to others. Oh my God. Yeah. So there's a whole story to this. Yes. Yeah, it right. sounds
1: like it. Bad. Well, Annie, you, Annie, do you have anything that you wanted to say? <laughs> yeah, I that, was yeah. I was wondering, Jason, if you've written your story or if you're planning to do that. Uh.
3: I haven't written it but uh like Hank I'm thinking about doing it.
0: <laughs> I'm glad.
2: Yeah. Yeah, we discussed him being in uh, book three of the uh Slave and Modern America series. It's just we have to be gentle with the situation and um do it in such a way where uh uh it helps others.
1: Right. Thank you. Yeah, that's great. Thank you, Annie. Thank you for that question. So, you your first book, Hank, is what um, is just coming out, is *Slaves in, in Modern America*, and yes, um, and you are set, and you are set to do four in total. Is that correct? Because yeah, be,
2: Yes, the Leap yes.
1: Is that all accounts of your life, or is it accounts of um, others as well? Or what is your how, – how is it all put together?
2: Um, what we're doing That's- is um, it's a very – if you read the first one, you'll see it's design. It's by design. Uh, on the basis – of a lot of the stories, but um, uh, because of, of my life um, uh, is very extreme and and different uh, than than you usually hear. It's like a modern day Oliver Twist without the, the nice ending. But um, each book uh, will cover a particular aspect of child abuse and child sex slavery. And uh, I'll talk a little bit about that later on in the show. But um, Jason coming forward and uh, telling his story and uh, healing uh, from this, um, he told me earlier that, or I think it was yesterday, that um, it's good to see because back when he was doing fighting his situation, no one seemed to care. And it's good for him to see that there's a group like NASCA. Right, Jason? Right. Uh, That's helping other people. Yeah.
3: Yeah, that helps other people. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, you know, if I can just mention this, um, Jason, that I've always thought for many years, too, that I would write a book, and I haven't done that yet either. However, I have been in one book, and then um, I'm working on, well, it was just submitted last week, um, at being in another book. So that might be just something like, you know, Hank is offering possibly to put you in his book later on, and, you know, just starting to get your story out there that way might help you be more inspired if you know, that's something that intimidates you, because it definitely intimidates me. <laughs> so I could understand that. <laughs> but um, yeah. And I'm 54, so I'm right up there with you. I'm, you know, going, hmm, <laughs> what should we be doing in the, this second phase of our years? And um, and how can we be, yeah, a voice and be an advocate for those who who really need us to be so... Um, So, yeah, what else are you doing, Jason? What are are you up to? Uh, I'm in
3: therapy still, but it's going good. Um, I'm getting better as time goes by with my brain injury and everything. But... I'm getting my life together at 51 years old.
1: Do you want to tell us
3: more about it's... your
1: brain injury? Or do you... uh, You're so comfortable? I was
3: in a car accident. And mm. it messed my brain up.
1: Oh, I'm so Sorry.
3: So he had to learn to uh,
2: sort of talk again, uh, put phrases and sentences together. It's been years. Yeah.
0: yeah, Yeah,
2: we had to stop. Yeah, we had to stop for a while. I could no longer use him as a a videographer. So I cut the TV show, and I do a national radio show and stuff like that now while he is going through this uh, therapy and recovery.
1: Wow. Yeah, that sounds like it was pretty intense. I'm so sorry. That stinks. Was anyone well, else in the car with you? Uh-huh. Okay. you I was just
2: I, I said, was anybody else? You can, yeah.
1: You, you, can can any <laughs> you, can Janae- you can send
2: donations to Jason. You can send You can send donations to for Jason to me
1: to Hank at Hank get the money you got to help <laughs> uh, come on hey, let's get let's get a real one going here <laughs> I'm <not> just kidding <laughs> so um, <laughs> how long until was that your accident
3: uh, about mm, I'm not really sure. My memory is still like faded a little. Like ten fifteen, 10, 15 years.
1: years, yeah, ten fifteen years. Not ten fifteen years, yeah. Oh wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, I um, I was in a car accident, messed up my spine, and so I've Ooh. had four spine surgeries. But um. I, and it does mess up my brain because I, I, it, it, you're not the same. I mean, when you go when you go through all that trauma and stuff, it's hard. And if you, I mean, it's twice as bad for you having to have that the actual trauma to the brain. But um, did you go through the trauma? You know, you have the trauma to the brain. Are do you still? struggle or have you struggled with depression and all that stuff? Has it you know, how does that yeah. affect you? Yeah, so uh
3: I suffer it it's written down on paper as PTSD depression and bipolar mm-hmm. one. Yeah. I Do yeah,
1: yeah, you, I would say, you
0: uh, have like before
1: that? Huh? Did you have bipolar before? No. Your accident? Go ahead. I'm sorry.
3: I probably did, but no.
1: True. When we're younger, a lot of times. Yeah. Keep going. Um,
2: (laughs) Yeah, I I was a boxer for many years, as Jason knows, and I've got hit around so much that I have brain injuries. And how it affects me is uh, every time I see a woman, I fall in love with
0: her. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I get in trouble that all is the time. That's a problem. Yeah. Well,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, that's funny. You don't have that problem, no, Jason? What? That was not a problem with you? <laughs> no. <laughs> no.
3: <laughs> not yet.
1: <laughs> no, um, I'm
3: really proud.
1: Your-
2: I'm really Good. proud of Jason. I'm really proud. Yeah, that's what great.
1: It to? sounds like you've overcome a lot. It sounds like you've overcome a lot, Jason. Um yeah, So, have. who is your um, support system besides Hank? Is there family close by that that helps out? And, um, well,
3: I'm, I'm starting to get back with my family. They, Our, they're in denial. They're in denial.
0: Mm. Yeah,
2: because they gave, they gave him up for adoption, you see. So that, that affects okay. telling the story uh, in any book, uh, except for the fact that all the campaigns he's worked on and uh, the things that he's done, you know, they know what he says he went through, but they, they're in a sense of denial because it makes them think they're guilty. Do you understand?
1: Yeah, it makes them feel guilty. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can see that. Yeah, I um, even though I haven't, like I said, written a book, my story was hard and, and still is hard to, to do it even the second time because my... My dad, who was one of my abusers, is still alive, and it's just him and I left in the family that's alive, and um, and so I, I, to some degree, feel an obligation, continue to take care of him, even though a few years ago I made the decision that I'm done protecting him. I will take, you know, I will make sure that he's taken care of, for sure, but I am not going to protect him in any way or continue to, and that's. It's been hard, especially because he's he's elderly now. And um, yeah. he's only years older than I am. But it it it's rough and it is hard to, to talk about it. You know, to yeah. understand You know, in, and I
2: didn't let my case. kids
1: know either. Yeah.
2: Right. But Kim, Kim in the case of Jason, right? Uh, there is yeah. some humor to the story um that when the when the authorities started getting the drift of what was going on right and went to indict him um they sent police to the house thinking that jason i was an ombudsman for the county at the time so i got the call as well and i went to the house to meet with jason but they came and searched the house thinking jason killed his stepfather right jason no it was kind of it was kind of funny yeah but he was in a rehabilitation he was in a rehabilitation place healing up from his own sickness and died at the time so you know Mm. the
3: police didn't know that yeah no they thought i buried him in the basement
1: yeah. Oh, Jesus. Well, that yeah, had to was a thing. big to-do. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You should have seen it. It
2: was, it was a big to-do. It was on the news, everything else, you know, and wrong.
1: You know what I mean? And so. Yeah. That's oh, That sounds like it. So, Jason, is there anybody else from your past at all that's still in your life? Um, Today? Not really.
3: they I the main one is Hank. I I can't get away from Hank.
1: He doesn't go away. He,
3: <laughs> he, he sounds he's like he's like a
1: complaint. And it, uh...
3: <laughs> no, it's he's in my eyes. He's the one that helped me through. Most of what I went through, he's the one that believed me
1: of what was yeah. going on. Which is huge, that he believed you, right? I and mean, mm-hmm. That's what you wanted as a child, is for someone to believe you. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry they didn't. I um, have kind of that experience as well. 'Cause I told my mom what had happened. It it happened with my dad when I was twelve and then I told her when I was fifteen. And because she had been abused in her childhood and and then I found out of course that her mom, my grandmother, had been abused as well. So it had been a generational thing by different people. Mm-hmm. But there was this just passiveness of it happens, you know, and that's basically what right. I heard. It, it happens, right. you know, and and so it takes somebody strong enough, even though I don't think we always feel strong enough, but but you made a decision a long time ago that it wasn't going to just happen again and that you were going to take control of your life and not let that happen because I think a lot of times, too, um, you know, people will say, oh, well, if you're abused, you know, you're gonna abuse, and and people that are very ignorant would say that. But um, yeah. I think that it takes showing that there is another way, and so at some point along the way, you know, you saw that there is a different way, and I don't have to um, continue to go down this path. I can can take a stand and make sure that this doesn't happen to other people and and other, you know, other children or. You did that once you became aware and, and able to do that. And um, I also, I teach a two-hour child sexual abuse prevention class through Darkness to Light towards of children. So I, too, um, I feel very empowered when I go out and do that. That's what gives me energy. And also, you know, like you being the, you know, videographer for Hank, that was awesome because... You could process things how you wanted to process them. And when you were working, even though you were doing a very important job, um, you could still kind of, you know, separate that and say, okay, I want to do this, and this is going to empower me by doing this, and I'm not going to let it drag me down. And um, so, yeah, I commend you for doing that. And, and I know exactly how that feels well. Awesome them to, to have a, a kind of a – a goal of I'm going to do better and, um, and just doing it. So thank you both actually, you know, Hank and and Jason, thanks both of you for, for what you do out there in the world. We appreciate you. Yeah.
2: Well, Jason also uh, came to realization. He went through a number of years addicted to drugs and drinking. And Mm. as a result of, suffering this as a child. And so he had to suffer all of that lifestyle and failures and and crashing and programs and everything else before this could even surface. Right, Jason?
0: Yeah.
3: Yes.
2: It was bad.
1: Yeah. Yeah, do you want to tell us about that? I mean, what did that what did that look like? How was that played out?
3: Well, it was real bad with my drug and alcohol use because I went from 28 and I went down to 102 pounds. And I all I wanted was my alcohol and drugs. That's how I coped with trying to deal with what happened to me. And then I got into treatment and I've been clean since.
1: Right. How long has that been?
3: I've been what clean been? about mm-hmm. 10 years now.
1: you for you. Congratulations.
2: Yeah, I used to get phone calls that he's under arrest for violent... Wow. You know he would have these violent scenes, you know what I mean and and uh, yeah. on drugs and alcohol, I couldn't believe it um, mm-hmm. because you't you can't, you can't start working on the problem if the victim is falling apart, you first have to stop and and help the victim restructure themselves, you know, get the therapy and uh, uh, programs they need, and
1: that's what happens. Yeah. It sounds like you played a big part in that, Hank.
3: Yeah, he did.
2: Yeah. It, it took I wasn't easy for Jason because I practiced a thing that people don't like called tough love. So I was considered somewhat mean to Jason in certain aspects <laughs> of his life. Correct, Jason? Yeah. Yeah, it was no
3: nonsense. But it yeah, yeah,
2: no-nonsense <laughs> guy. If you're angry, here's yeah. a boxing bag. You know, I brought him to the gym or, you know, created a gym form. Here is a boxing bag. Work out on it. Here's how you fight. This is what you do with your anger, you know?
1: Yeah. That other way that I was talking about earlier, you know, it sounds yes. like Hank hey, yeah. showed you that other way. Yep. Things can be different. Yeah, but he was an a ho
2: that, that Hank guy. He really was. <laughs> no.
3: Back then but, I thought about it, but not now.
0: Yes, <laughs> it, I know. I know.
2: <laughs>
0: but I, I am proud of him because
2: throughout the years, yeah. as a videographer, he participated. I mean, in one state, we shut down a little area, got the FBI... Inspector General involved, uh, author of a book, uh, State Police, we can't go into details at this time, but regarding police abuse of a young girl, uh, Jason was instrumental with that in solving that and providing evidence to the authorities. I mean, he's been involved in a number of cases you know what I mean, um, that had to do some with corruption and some with actual abuse. So uh this is a, a, a guy worthy of recognition that you have on the show tonight.
1: Oh. That's great. Thank you for that. Sounds like, well, we're we're honored to have you on. Yeah. So we haven't heard from Annie a little bit. Did you have, Annie, are you there? Did you have anything else you wanted to to say, or well, I was wondering if if Jason could have a few words for the newcomer out there who hasn't started to talk about their own abuse yet any any advice for the newcomer Jason
3: uh, It's not easy to to do it to start with, but once you start talking about it you get more and more relief. So it's like find somebody you trust and talk to them and go from there. Get into therapy and talk about it in therapy because that's what helped me. I found Hank Told him what was going on. Then from there, I he put me in therapy and helped me from there. Great, thank thank you, you, Jason. Yes, um, what
2: Jason doesn't know, guys, is I'm just being nice to him because he's winning a suit, and maybe (laughs) he can give me something later.
3: But that's what he, he means about trust.
2: Yeah, I know. That's <laughs> what he means about trust. He trusted people before, and they used his victimization to victimize them some more. And that happens to victims as well. They don't yeah. want to be shamed. They don't want to be this stuff held against them. Um, they want help. And and they actually that's why a lot of victims do very well helping others because it sort of it's something they can relate to and and something that helps cure
3: them bit by bit deep inside. Would you say so, Jason? Yeah, it helped me a lot because so that's it's what like 150
2: dollars, right? Huh. That's worth about $150, right? Yeah. All right. We got
0: a deal. All right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) As long as you know that tab is going. (laughs) No. Yeah, that's, again, yeah, that's showing somebody else showing you the way that that there's different. There is a different way and i i um i think it's it's hard it also breaks my heart when when people are abused by um, or they you know somebody their family was a reverend and they were abused they abused them you know it because i was in um and it sounds like maybe you have a a little bit of a a story maybe when it comes to that too. Cause you yeah. said that? Yeah, he was a reverend. Your your parents that raised you were.
3: My quote unquote stepfather was a reverend, and he's the one that sold me to the scout leader and to other people.
1: Hmm. Wow. I'm sorry. So that was probably going on with more than just you, right? Do you know of other kids? Not that
3: I know of. No. With the scout leader, yes. With the Reverend, no. No.
0: Yeah.
2: Does everybody remember the Jesse Dahmer case? where the police brought back the Oriental kid to the house and he ended up getting killed anyways. The police would yeah. bring Jason back to the Reverend, mm-hmm. even though Jason would run away or be in some situation and would tell them what's going on, they kept bringing mm-hmm. him back. It's incredible, it's incredible. important
1: that adults understand I mean, and that's where I, that's where I come when I'm teaching these classes that I teach is, is from the aspect of adults need to know some of these facts that, um, that can happen. For instance, grooming, you know, a lot of people don't know what grooming is. And, you know, for us who have kind of been in this field and, you know, done things around that, we understand it, but, um, but it can get right past you, and I know, for instance, whenever I try and get a church to um, to take to do my class, they always say no, 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 until something happens, and then um, yeah. and then they change their mind a little bit. But you know, we we've, we've got to be able to get adults to understand how that happens, how the grooming can happen how the, you know, but, and that we can have a prevention. We can, if we start when the child's young and talk about body safety and things like that, because if I knew that information that I'm going out there teaching, if I would have known that reason, my kids, it would have made my life so much easier because, hmm. I mean, I, I say I'm a helicopter mom and I think I was compared to pretty much everybody else in our neighborhood. And so, um, you know it's hard when you don't have tools and on how to protect kids so i guess that's what i'm getting at as well you know we need to be equipping adults so that they can find find these things out what is you know what was some of the the signs that you had um when you were being abused besides you know before you told i'm sure that there were probably things that had just popped up that people just brushed off like oh that doesn't make sense you know so what are some of the Mm -hmm. things that you think you could have or people from the outside maybe could have learned do you remember anything like that Jason Uh, like when
3: I told my mom she didn't believe me Uh, and I told other people, and they didn't believe me. So it was like, why should I even keep telling adults what's going on if they're not Mm going to believe me?
1: Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry they didn't. And, And, you know,
2: that exists today. In all yeah. the new child abuse cases that actually exists today, that people in the system, the waters get so muddy that it makes it look like the victim is a liar. I mean, I, I cover that in all the books. It's going to be revealed how the system mm-hmm. and how humanity are both weak in solving child abuse and child sex slavery. So, Jason is just an example of that. He went through years trying to tell people.
1: Yeah. Yep. It sounds, it sounds like it. And then, and then well, years and later,
2: years later, if I may say this, when they finally catch the guy, he still has pictures of Jason as a kid. So it's, it's as an early adult, that the guy got busted years later. Yeah. Just think of that.
1: Well, because we are so programmed and raised to believe the adult. I mean, that's just how we are raised. We're told from the time we're little that we're supposed to obey and listen and do what other people say and you know, if a child acts out, it's because they are being bad, not because Something could be going on that is making that child be that way. You know, we need to change that thinking and, you know, and and change the thinking of, oh, I could ruin this person's life if I say something to if this is happening, what this child is telling me, it's going to ruin this child's life. And so I need to protect this child and not always just automatically protect the adult. You know, that's, I think it's huge that we need to be teaching that. And, um, and there is a lot of, I think, younger people these days, younger parents who want to know. They want to know how to protect their kids. And so, um, you know, that's increasing. Yeah,
2: yeah that. but they're listening to the libs. I mean, they got people that are,
1: Jason, what do you
2: think? What do you haven't gone through what you've gone through? What do you think about little kids being taken by their parents to watch drag queens, pole dance, and stuff like that? What do you think about?
3: Oh man, no, I think it's wrong because it isn't like, that
2: grooming. That's grooming.
3: Yes, yes, it is. I I don't. Mm-hmm. Agree with some parents and what they do. Yeah,
0: no.
2: so that's your newfound parent right there. That's they're all for. It, you know,
0: <laughs>
2: it's a, it's incredible what's going on today.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's fun. It's really fun.
2: I just recently re- released. On the NASCA page in Facebook, a list of all the power players who regularly went back and forth and stayed at the Epstein Island, where 95%, if not more, of all the females there were underage, enslaved to work there, sexually enslaved, et cetera, et cetera, and that's all being covered up. So you see, we got our work cut out for us.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. absolutely. I mean, how how could we all do our part, you know, to make a difference? And um, and I think that that's important for us to. Feel strongly about this, and and understand that we can't continue this. which just got to. You know, I've got three little grandchildren, and so it scares me what the you know the future holds. Just like you're talking about, I because you know there's a lot of a lot of things out there that is good.
2: Yeah, I was talking to a parent the other day, Jason, Kim, Annie. The parents said that for almost a year now, their daughter on the phone through Facebook and other things like that has been talking to various kids, right? She's got kids' pictures and stuff like that, and she writes these boys. Yeah. And then the mother finds out that some of the boys aren't boys. They're men using boys' pictures. You get it? Wow.
0: Oh. That's what's going on today.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. I have a cousin in Arkansas. I was there last. Year. I've got family there, and um, she she had last year. He was 15, and um, one night I heard them all kind of laughing. He had some friends over. Well, they all had friends over, but, and and then the kids were all in his room laughing and.
3: And my cousin
1: went in there, the mom, and, and came back out, and she's like, yeah, they're talking to some some lady who's in a different country, and, and they're just laughing about it. And I was, like, mortified. I'm going, he, he just talks to people in different countries all the time? Yeah. And she's like, yeah, you know, I don't know what he does. I'm, I'm like, you should know what he does. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yes. People don't. They have that Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's what scares me. And I've got my oldest grandkids are eleven and ten, and they're in fifth grade. They're going into middle school next year. And um, yeah, the, their nose is constantly in their their tablets or their computers. They well, they now they've got all got new computers from the schools because you know the schools are pretty much all went completely to computers, I mean they don't even teach them how to write at all anymore and um, so they gave them all these new computers and after the pandemic, well, they had tablets during the pandemic, and then they all got computers that they're supposed to keep through high school, i guess <laughs> and um and I'm just like. When are you going to learn how to write anything? (laughs) You know, what happens if you got to sign a check or something? (laughs) I don't know. I guess that just kind of dates me a little bit. (laughs) Like a check? What do you mean a check? (laughs) We're just going to use our, you know, phone. That's all we do. And pretty soon I'm sure it'll be your finger or something. Yeah, and
2: all education departments have lowered the passing grade to to fifty now.
1: Uh-huh.
2: So you get fifty yeah. on your test, you pass. Wow, they had
1: to. That was a fail. <laughs> right. That's right. Well, no, they had to because kids got so behind during the pandemic. And uh, that's an excuse. When... That's a lie.
2: That's a lie. Kids didn't get behind enough. That is such a lie. Not you're lying. The kids are smart.
1: <laughs> just that. And yeah. everything was just that. Every, everything was
2: provided to them. Everything was provided during COVID. COVID's an excuse. It's all garbage. <laughs> this, is, this is the government needing stupid people, and no, Irish yeah, people. They don't want these
1: people. All right. Yeah. Well. I know that my grandkids struggled, though. I mean, they just did. They struggled. And one of them, my oldest, who is my bonus grandson, he's eleven. Um, he when he was like when he was with my daughter and her husband, his dad. My daughter has always been home to take care of the kids, and um, and she, and so he got. A lot better one-on-one attention and help with things that he needed every other week. But when he was with his mom, he didn't even get his stuff in. So I think looking at those looking at those kids basically who are in abusive homes or you know trauma-filled homes or um, or even you know split families like my oldest grandson is, it was really hard on them to. To get that education because there wasn't that consistency, and um my oldest granddaughter and she's ten so and she so they're both in fifth grade and um she she struggles with attention so i i guess i don't necessarily agree with this, but they said that she um, has ADD, but it didn't all, it didn't show up until after the pandemic and, you know, not being able to sit down in front of a computer and, and I guess look at a computer all day makes her have ADD. I don't know, but <laughs> so you, yeah, you get all these different different things that, that are out there about the pandemic and how it affects the kids and, and everything. But, um, I don't even know how we got off of that. I don't know. <laughs> Go off on the transit. You know,
2: <laughs> I have an announcement. Could I make an announcement, guys? Okay. Jason? Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. As we stated earlier, I released a book, the first of, of a four-book series, On slave in Modern America from the Eyes of a Child. And how the book begins is I use a quote that I'm thankful to use. From uh, Bill Murray, it's in the book. This is how the book starts. For years now, we presented child abuse and trauma as a civil rights issue and challenged the federal government to address what we believe should be amongst the highest priorities in our country by creating a Department of Children's Security. And that's a quote from Bill Murray Founder and CEO of National Association of Adult Survivors of Child Abuse. And that's in the book. That's how the book starts. Mm -hmm. Now, the point is that with the book, I started FreeChildProject.com. And that's to campaign to have the United States ratify the Declaration of the Child's Rights here in the U.S., They're the only country that hasn't made it law in the United States. Now, this seems to shock people. What I'm telling you is, federally, there is no child rights. When they ratify the rights of the child, that trickles down to all these agencies and courts and everything else, and it creates a basis for rights for the children. And that's part of our problem is like you go and report whatever agency or whatever court, based on their bias or discrimination or their beliefs, they will apply under the guise of the best interest of a the child. There is no rights. You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. we're campaigning for that. In order to do that, the federal government has to do exactly what Bill Murray years ago had stated create a federal office, a Department of Children's Security, or something like that. And ACLU has also recommended the same thing. So we're fighting using the book and the Free Child Project to get rights established that all states, all states, all right, apply the same rights that trickle down from the federal government from this department. And then we'll begin to see things running differently with children. Right now you have judges sending children to the abuser. It's incredible what's going on. In different states it's different things, but the same mistakes continue to happen. So slave in modern America, a dollar from every book sale, not the ebook. All right, those are cheap. And less than a dollar I think (laughs) but a dollar from every book sale um, is donated by me to NASCA to Operation Underground Railroad which are retired military and people like that that help children escape child sex slavery and child abuse all over the world and National Center for Missing and Exploited Children so that's a separate dollar for each that's three dollars So today, the book just came out toward the end of October, and today I was able to donate for the first time from the book sales to us here at NASCA. And I'm kind of, you know, everybody pat me on the back right now, right? Um,
0: We were, yay,
2: to uh, but I need I need more book sales, so I asked everyone. It's a good cause. You're not just getting a book that's showing shocking stories of real stuff and the the mind and heart of a child as they're suffering this real stuff. Also, $3 from your your purchase goes to these powerful organizations we all know about, National Center for Missing Exploited Children, NASCA, and Operation Underground Railroad. Just type them in Google and you'll see. So, Um, anyone can donate to NASCA. Look at the uh, powerful, effective resources and and the contacts, as well as the voice uh, uh, platform. Like Jason just came on tonight and told his story. He appreciates that, right, Jason? Yes. It helps to heal. It helps you start your life new. It, it, it helps you get the support you've been needing all along, and you can do it anonymously. So you can also volunteer. But contributing is vitally important because this is a nonprofit agency. Their tax-deductible EIN number is 515 9643 You get a tax, you get it back. You just put it on your taxes, and we got tax time coming. Or you can do, uh, you read on the site, you go to org slash contribute, and it's, it it instructs the way you can best do it through PayPal. You can donate or use a card, et cetera. Or you can um, uh, hold a fundraiser for NASCA. You know, uh, I understand some people have done that at yard sales and, Contrib- uh, contributes in, the, in that way whatever they, they get but given this platform providing these resources this is powerful and it's international and it just comes out of Bill's pocket except for what little donations come so I encourage everyone, everyone uh, what's it going to hurt all right? $10 on a Twinkie or $10 right, to NASCA I, Twinkies are $10 now, right? I mean, um, yeah. um what do you say, uh, Jason? What do you say about donating?
3: I'd say donate because it's going to help the people to heal and to tell their stories, like me, about the abuse they suffered.
2: That's right. What do you say, Kim?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for that, you for being so generous with donating. Um, yeah, we all need to be able to donate. And, you know, if there isn't, if that is not possible for people right now, if you are a part of NASA, there's so many other ways that you can help out. And so, um, I right. just get with Bill and, yeah, that's, that's amazing. That's, that's awesome it. that you're doing that.
2: That's right. Well, I'm not talking about us. I'm saying anyone can contribute now. Anyone. It could be any amount. And and this is good. It's a feel-good thing you do inside yourself that you're helping these people, even if you're a victim and you want to remain silent. It doesn't matter. Something like this is the only thing like this. There's organizations. There's agencies. But, look, we got them all, all in one package, (laughs) that's something great and it's international and that's something great you know Um, because we need them resources to heal yes so I guess you send that 140 to Bill right?
1: (laughs) damn it (laughs) I'm sure he would appreciate it yeah So yeah, I just wanted so, to make that an
2: example.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah, thank you for, for telling us that. Jason, how do um people get a hold of you?
3: Uh, uh that's it hard. Be,
2: it could be through me, yeah, okay. Because he can't <laughs>
3: Yeah. Andrew, problems,
2: okay. he, 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 he doesn't maintain a presence online. He doesn't maintain a presence online okay. as part of his therapy. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, because I was looking, I was just wondering that. I um this friend requested Hank and so I was looking for Jason. In Hank's friends I was like, Okay, which one of these Jasons is it? But um <laughs> So you're not there. I won't look for you anymore. <laughs> but it's always nice. I mean, if yeah, if people want to reach out to you and um and maybe have questions or you're know, going to something really, really similar as you, Jason, then um, you could really be, as, as you have been in the past, you could really be a bright light for them. So, um, and, and still continuing to want to do that after you're having, you know, when you're having so many other personal things going on right now is just shows what a good human are. So,
2: Wow, I just got your friend request, Kim, right? See, yeah. remember I got yeah, brain damage?
0: Okay. You're beautiful. <laughs> oh, thank, thank you. <laughs> Hank, behave. Yes. Uh, sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm surprised I, I haven't run across you before, Hank, but I'm, yeah, we've got so many people in common. But now we're friends, right. so I look forward to getting to know you more. <laughs> Thank you. So, yeah. so what else <laughs> do you guys have to tell us for the the remainder of our our time here? We've got, let's see, fifteen about fifteen minutes left, and
2: yeah, Jason, go ahead. Whatever you want to talk about, whatever you want to say, brother. We're proud of you. Thank you. You're
3: welcome. Like I said, it's not easy because, like with me, nobody wanted to listen. And when I acted out and the cops got involved, I was brought back to my abuser. So it's like, why open my mouth? And then I found Hank. and it was like I told him what was going on and I'm like what? Well, it's going to be another person that don't believe me. And he he listened and he believed me and he got I told him I already turned it into the law enforcement. They don't want to hear it. And he got involved got them involved and That's when the investigation started. And it's like, just keep telling your story. Eventually you're going to find the right person. Yeah. That's going to believe what you're saying. That's right.
0: Yeah.
2: You know, you know,
3: you want to know why, Jason?
2: I'll tell you why. All human beings have a heart and a soul and a spirit and all human beings can relate whether they think they can or not. And sooner or later, you you probably met so many victims. You don't even know. But Sooner or later, you're going to meet someone who's empowered. You see, you remember I would, I would shimmy up to the Anglo-Saxon power, you know, the courts and the, the DAs and the stuff like that. Right. And then you know, use them to amplify people's voices. You, you understand? That was the strategy. Yeah. Always the strategy. That's an Irish rebel. That's what they do. All right. Um, <laughs> and so it's it's good to look for someone who's not ordinary, who fights the system, because they have connections that keep them active, and that person would be able to help, you know? Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and I don't know if you heard, Jason, um, the statistics that one in, like one in three girls and one in six boys or something like that will be sexually abused before their 18th birthday. So when I am teaching teaching the class that I teach in preschools especially, it's like, they realized, I, I just had a class the other last week, so, oh my gosh, I have 20 kids in my class. That means there's like two kids mm-hmm. in there. And I said, yeah, and you probably also know just by looking at them a lot of times or being, you know, being in their presence because, of course, they're, they're with them a lot. But, um, yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot of kids. And, you know, we say one in 10. Just as a generalization, one in 10 children will be sexually abused before their 18th birthday. And, um, yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. And it's scary. Because now I've got six grandkids, so.
2: <laughs> wow. Well, and, and, uh, and also the stats are in the 90% or so of victims who become adults finally come forward. I mean, that's this is sad, meaning they went a lifetime with nobody they could really talk to.
3: That's the way it was with me at the beginning. I had
2: nobody. We have to recover humanity right now because we're in danger. I mean, you got people ordering blow-up dolls and female robots <laughs> instead of a real woman and crazy stuff going on, we have to recover humanity, the quality of humanity. And I'm telling you, the secret is we stop all these proposals in government and pay close attention to anything and everything we can do to protect the wonderment, the innocence, and the wisdom of our children. That's what we need to do. What do you say, Jason?
3: I agree because it's becoming a big problem. It's been a big problem, but it's getting bigger.
2: Sure, sure is, and hey, we give them help. What do you yeah. say? Ra ra, yeah. give them help. Ra ra, right? Yeah.
0: That's right. <laughs>
2: Yeah. (laughs) uh, Very proud of you, Jason. Thank you, brother. It's such an honor, man, all the time. And I think you deserve me talking to you like that. And so do others because so many, so many guys haven't got to the age of 51. So many have committed suicide. So many have overdosed, really overdosed, especially in the last two, three years, and they're gone. So many people who suffered the secret and never, never got cleansed, healed. And there's so many people right now stuck in their circumstances, ignorant themselves, because they think they have nowhere to go. They don't even know about Nazca. I mean, I feel heading to the holidays, I feel very bad for all these people. Very bad. Yeah. and I still think Kim is cute, <laughs>
1: <laughs> they think <laughs> no, I think um you know there is a lot of that there's a lot of depression around the holidays it's just, even if you you know don't have anything specific around that day, it is hard. I think for survivors, because a lot of times it it does revolve around people that were our abusers, and um, you know, if you also if people haven't spoken up and they're living in silence, then it, you know, it's even harder to go to those family meetings, those family get-togethers, and um, and things. That I know, I was I had a hard time a much harder time when my kids were little because I hadn't told my kids. My husband knew and so we were just very vigilant at at parties and things like that because I knew that my mom was the one that was enabling him for so long. And um and so yeah, it's hard. It's and then my mom died on December thirteenth. So it you, you know, then you have got that extra burden I think of a lot of times loved ones has passed and um, so if you know if, if anybody is looking you know really really hurting and um, needs somebody to talk to there are some really great numbers that um, are on NASA's website If you go on there and see the new um, suicide hotline is 988 so that's important to kind of get out there as well that's that people know that there's others out there that, that want to help them. So, That's good. so, yeah, any of those other numbers that you'd like me to have gone? So I'm out there. I've got, <laughs> got them written down. They yeah. don't come, come off. Numbers don't roll off my head very easily these days. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, but, yeah, we're all here. And, and everybody who is a NASCA ambassador, I mean, we are here. Our, our numbers are on NASA's website as well. To, um, to be a support, if anybody needs them. so That's right. So, and can, you Jason you.
2: Can, can Jason call? Can Jason call any time? You guys?
1: Absolutely, yeah, absolutely, Jason. Now that you're on, you're a part of the family. So, if you want to just call in and be a part of the panel, we'd love to have you. You know, you could just ask questions. And um, or you can just call in and listen. Yeah, anytime we love to have you back. Annie. Yeah. Hey Annie. We're, hey. We haven't heard from Anna in a little bit. How are you? <laughs> you uh, I'm, I'm doing. I'm doing well. I have a question. I don't know. It's kind of the end of the show. Maybe it's too big a question, but I was just wondering: Is it safe for children now in the Boy Scout? And growth scouts, or should we be not participating in those? It is impossible. Both human f- character,
2: human character, um, allows for us to be fooled. It's it's very hard. That's that would be my answer. Jason, what do you say?
3: I agree with you. The character is you don't. You don't know what you're getting into. Because it's like when I got into the Boy Scouts, I'm like, okay, it's going to keep me out of trouble. I can trust the adult. And come to find out I couldn't trust the adult. That's right. It it has to do with character.
2: Yeah, it's the same thing as the church. They're going to have to restructure how they screen people and stuff like that to regain people's trust.
1: Yep. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've just got to be aware. We've just got to stop pretending that kids are going to come forward and say this happened to me and because a lot of times they don't know. And then by the time they realize it, it's hard to come forward. And then when you do, you're not believed. You know, as like Jason was telling us. So it's, yeah. we need to, to treat that thinking, that whole thinking needs to be turned around. And, um, and I would say don't put your kids in anything that you haven't completely vetted yourself. And if you are not willing to go with them, don't put them in it. That was yeah. kind of my philosophy when I was raising my kids. Yeah. And I wish I could have that same philosophy with my grandkids. But my, you know, my kids, I think I had such a, a hold on them, or they feel felt I did, that um, they try and be a little bit more lenient with their kids. And I made them all take this class that I teach, and and they still will let their kids go to the bathroom That's the the restaurant. My my older grandkids who are usually allowed to go to the bathroom by themselves at any restaurant know that grandma's probably going to follow them if I'm with them. <laughs> <laughs> but they just, they just do things like that and it's, it's very frustrating. So be aware of of everything that's going on with your children. You have that right. You have a right. And that's how we're going to to get you know make a difference in, in the way that we really need I mean, that's what I... Yeah. yeah. We need that. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Well, thank you all for being with us tonight. It's been a pleasure. It's been an honor to have you on, Jason. We really appreciate thank you. You. Thank you. I'm coming on and, and and being a part of our show and being a part of my stuff and family. And, of course, Hank, hey, the old hat, he's probably been around longer than I have, so... <laughs> we appreciate you yes, i have heard some yeah some good things about you, so thanks for all that you do Thank you and, so, and Andy, thanks for being on tonight andy We love you, oh, you're welcome, thank you, Kim. thank you for hosting thank you. Yeah, and you know, um, as Penelope always says, there are enough adult eyes and ears out there in the world that we could keep every child safe. So please, if you see something, please say something, and let's right. turn this whole child abuse thing around. And um, yeah, thank you again. Have a great please. evening, everybody. You love
0: Thanks
1: along bye bye Bye-bye. bye i